So I feel like the Mr. Beast origin story is semi-well-known at this point. I'm not sure everyone has gone down as much of a rabbit hole as I have. So apologies if you've heard this one before, but I think it's inspirational. I think um, it's hard to repeat because he has what uh, Sean Perry calls kamikaze commitment. And that's an episode I'll do in a future version of this creator week. But here's Mr. Beast's origin story in his own words. Because I've, I've been doing it since I was 11. and Really? Now, yeah, so now I'm 23. And so it's just like basically every year it just gotten crazier and crazier. And I used to make a dollar a day back. Well, I, the first few years I wasn't even making money off YouTube. But once I started making money, I was making a dollar a day. And I saved up for a couple months. I bought a microphone, saved up for half a year. I got a computer. And I've just always reinvested it. And so it's like literally just all – I mean I was like as awkward as they came. Uh, no money, no nothing. And I just basically – just obsessed over YouTube every day for a decade. Are your first episodes available the eleven when you're 11 years old? Uh, no, because I, I had a friend when I was 13 that found my channel. And so I deleted like all the videos. I got really self-conscious. Uh, oh, no. I know. But so everything from 13 and up is there. And yeah, they're well, fucking that's, terrible. So that's still cool. Yeah. So what did you do when you first started? Like, what was the first idea? Uh, the very first video... Um, Weirdly enough, I, I played this stupid game and some hacker like killed my base when I was 11. And so I uploaded it. And my first video got 20,000 views like instantly because it was like all the people that played the game was like, oh shit, you can hack in this game. It's a game called Battle Pirates. I guarantee you no one listens. What is it called? Battle Pirates. No one here has ever heard Battle of it. Battle Card? Battle Pirates. It was, ba Battle Pirates. Yeah, it was a really small game. But I uploaded that and I got 20,000 views. And that was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me because then I was, I was hooked from day one. Literally, like most people, it takes hundreds of videos before you get like one view. And somehow the very first video I uploaded at 11 got like 20,000 views. And then I was just like, oh, I, I fell in love and I've been hooked ever since. Wow. So it was kind of almost by accident. Uh, essentially, yeah, it was that, and then because this was way before YouTube was even a thing, like right. you know, no one was really a YouTuber, hardly anyone made money. When did YouTube first get? When did it launch? Like 2006 uh, or whatever. Yeah, YouTube six, was a seven. thing, but like the partner program wasn't really a thing. No right. one was making money, right. uh, and it was definitely back before it was cool. Like when I was doing YouTube when I was 14 and 15, like it. Now, you know, it's cool if you want to be a YouTuber in high school or middle yeah. school. Back then, like, no one gave a fuck. You know what I mean? It was like you're just worried they would try to play your videos in class or, or make fun of you or stuff like that for it. So, but it, how did it evolve to what it is now? Was it a, a vision? Was it a slow sort of a gradual increase in numbers? And Yeah, I mean, it's about as slow as it gets. Uh, I mean, I can – so, like – when I was a young teenager, I was getting no views, had no money, had no equipment. And so for the most part, it was just like I was just trying to scrounge money so I could buy equipment because I was using my brother's old laptop. And so like my first couple hundred videos, I didn't have a microphone. Like imagine just like crackly, terrible voice. Um, and so once I got monetized, I saved up for a few months. Like I told you, I bought a microphone. I can just give you a mile high history. And I saved up for like six months. I mean, I was just doing video game videos uh, and they were terrible. But I saved up. I got a real computer. So now I can actually record the video game in high quality. I have a microphone. I'm like 15. And I just kept going and going. Um, trying to figure out, like, what are some of, like, the, the hot spots? Like, I essentially, up until 18, I had been doing YouTube pretty religiously, but I was making no money. Like, this is kind of the turning point was when I graduated from high school. And my whole life, I was like, I want to be making enough money by the time I graduated to do this full time. And I wasn't. I was still only making a couple hundred bucks a month. So... I graduated high school, and my mom was like, either move out 
or go to a community college. And I didn't have enough money to move out, but I really just, I hated school with a passion. But she forced me to go to community college. And that was, that was the worst thing ever. Like that, that made me hate life. Like borderline suicidal. I just can't stand like having to just sit there and listen to this dumb stuff and listen to some teacher read out a book. So what I did was I would act like I was going to community college, but I would just work on videos in my car and edit and stuff like that. I had straight zeros. <laughs> and so now the clock had started because oh, like no. once my mom found out, I was screwed. Um, Were you aware of that? Like yeah, you, yeah. that you're running a risk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I would act like I was going to college that whole time, but I, I wasn't. And I didn't have enough money to move out. And that was kind of when I was just like 15 hours a day, all in. I was like, I'm fucked if this doesn't work. <laughs> and I actually, I had some videos pop off. I couldn't tell you which ones, but I had a month where I made 20 grand because I just had some videos just do really, really well. And then I... Yeah, I came home and I was like, yeah, I haven't been going to college and I moved out the next day. My mom almost had a heart attack because she, she didn't understand YouTube or anything back then. And she just like, she was like, man, this guy's going to work at McDonald's. I wasted all this time. <laughs> like I invested 18 years in this is what I get. Where uh, were you living? What part of the country? Uh, North Carolina. That's where I've, I've lived almost my whole life. And so how does she feel now? Oh, she's great. She's, is she like she's beyond happy. Yeah, she loves it. You know, put her in front of her friends. She loves talking about it. She obviously. She's oh, great. I always knew little Jimmy was yeah. gonna be a success. <laughs> no, no, she she doesn't try to hide it. We we would fight all the time, even in high school. Like you know, I I never once studied. I never. I literally wouldn't even take my books home. Like I I legit don't think I studied once all of high school at my house. Um, and so we would fight a lot. I, I didn't have the best grades, and so I would. I would just make videos, and she didn't understand it, especially because back then it was just a whole different world. Like, yeah. yeah, there wasn't really a thing as a full-time YouTuber and stuff. And so it was a lot of a lot of arguments, a lot of drama, but ended up working out. She's well, happy. The thing is, it's like nobody saw this coming, right? So you can't you can't blame her, but especially me. In like the middle of North Carolina in a small town, I had like horrible acne. I'm, I'm you know, especially back then, really awkward. It's like no one, like people would have bet a million dollars that I wouldn't be a YouTuber. You know, what I mean? it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, but I just like I have, you know, hyper obsession and, and I love this. And, you know, you give it enough time, anyone can solve it. Well, there's a lesson in that for people, really, like to just if you do have a hyper obsession to something, there's a lot of people that think that because they're bad at school or because they're not interested in school, that they're destined to be a loser. Yeah. And that's not true. You, you can. The problem is school is too rigid. Like regular public school system, sit down, uh, underpaid teacher, disinterested, yep. not really connected with the work. You're not connected with it. You just can't wait to go home and do what you like to do. Exactly. And you get this thought in your head like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a loser. I mean, that's how I was when I was in high school. I thought I was going to be a loser. Well, and, and you take it a step further because I thought, the, especially if you're like extremely passionate about something at a young age where right. most kids aren't, then you're even. it's more exacerbated that it's like, you know, I, like, I, I didn't talk to anyone. I, I hardly had any friends because I was so obsessed with YouTube. And back then, just no one cared. So it's like I thought I was just like uh, just didn't even know how to speak. Like <laughs> literally, I, I just couldn't hold a conversation with a single person because people would just tell me all you talk about is YouTube. And I would try to talk about something else. But back then, I was so hyper obsessed. I literally just didn't know how to. But what like, were you obsessed about? Were you obsessed about other channels, your channel? Everything from like learning how to editing, the pacing of the videos, like ideas, what's going viral, what's trending, what's hot. Especially back then, I had, I had no idea what worked. I mean, I had to like self-teach myself everything, even, you know, frame rate on cameras, coloring of the video, just stuff like that. And how did you learn? Did you learn from YouTube? Yeah. Well, so, so like YouTube videos and tutorials or something? Most of my growth came actually after 
uh, I graduated high school. Basically, what I did was I f- somehow found these other like four lunatics. We were three of us were college dropouts. One was a high school dropout, and one I don't know. He just like quit his job. We were all super small YouTubers, and we basically talked every day for a thousand days in a row and did nothing but just like hyper study, like what makes a good video, what makes a good thumbnail, what what's good pacing, like how to go viral. And we would just call it like daily masterminds. We would just get on Skype every morning. And like some days, like I'd get on Skype at 7 a.m. And I'd be in the call until like 10 p.m. And then I'd go to bed. I'd wake up and I'd do it again. And, you know, we'd do things like take a thousand thumbnails and see if like there's a correlation to the brightness of the thumbnail to how many views it got. Or like, you know, like videos that get over 10 million views is like how often do they cut the camera angles or like things like that. Really? Um, So you you microanalyzed everything. Yeah. Just, I mean, for. Like we were very religious about it, and so that's that's where most of my knowledge came from. Is I just surround myself with these lunatics, and just every day, like we didn't do anything. We had no life. Um, but everybody had sort of a similar vision. Yeah, exactly. And so we all had like ten, twenty thousand subscribers when we met, and by the time we stopped talking, we all had millions of subscribers, and we we all hit a million subscribers like within a month. It's crazy because it's like if you envision a world where you're trying to be great at something, and it's just like. You learning and fucking up and then learning from your mistakes. Also, my mom told me not to curse. Sorry, mom. If someone could just like edit out the swear words and give it Sorry, to me. Sorry, mom. Yeah, so I could give it to my mom to listen to. That would be great. Um, but like, you know, you mess up, you learn from your mistake, you mess up, you learn from your mistake. You in two years, you know, might have learned from 20 mistakes. Or if you have like four other people who are also messing up and when they uh, learn from the mistake, they teach you what they learn. Stuff like that. Hypothetically, you two years down the road have learned like five times more of the amount of stuff. So it just like helps you grow exponentially way quicker if that makes any sense it does it yeah. does so, so but, but it's interesting that you thought about it that way in sort of a systematic approach like exactly this is not l- dumb luck uh no i mean it was like like they say ten thousand hours in mass or something that yeah. probably put in like forty fifty thousand hours i mean wow. we're talking like every day all day like literally nothing we had no friends outside of the group that was your life and i'm like, actually rereading that book right now that malcolm gladwell book outliers that talks about that ten thousand hours principle uh-huh. it totally applies to what you did a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. like it's, it sounds like you were just all day, every day, and which makes sense. And what do you have now? Ninety million subscribers. Uh, well, we uh, across everything, we're closing in on two hundred million subscribers. Jesus. Yeah, because uh, oh. ha- have you seen our, our dub channels? No. Uh, can you pull that up? Just search Mr. Beast and uh, Espanol. So we actually, which I'm kind of curious why you don't do this. We do our videos in other languages as well. Really? Yeah. And wow. so, and what's, I, I can't wait to get to show you this because I actually have a really cool story. Veremos Here, just go cool to the channel so you who, can uh, it. Who does this? Uh, we do. So, so you hire videos. Someone? Hit videos. Yeah, we have voice actors and everything. Wow. So these are the exact same videos on my main channel, but we, we pay voice actors to dub over them. We translate the text in the video, everything. Mr. Beast in Espanol. Yeah, that was wow. actually one of the fastest growing channels last year. And it's That's just our videos so dubbed. so smart. Okay, now click on uh, a video so we can kind of hear it. Hoy, mis amigos y yo volveremos a la primaria. Yeah. Al final de la clase, haremos un examen de 10 preguntas. Y si te and equivocas so en más de dos, so we can rec- see the comments. Uh, it's, it's all in uh, Spanish. Like that's dope. Yeah. So that's uh, now. Just I, I won't pull them all up. But now, in just the other search, countries. Yeah. Search Mr. Beast Brazil. We do a, a oh, bunch of. Oh, so you got a Portuguese translator as well. Yeah. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. Same thing I love here. It. Oh, man, that's what a great idea, man. Yeah, and so. Because, you know, uh, if you Google it, it's like only, whatever, less than 10% of the world speaks English. So 90% of the world mm. can't even enjoy your content. And, w- and when I realized that, I was like, wait a minute. 
90 percent of my the world can't even watch this stuff um and so go back to the spanish one real quick because that's our, our biggest one and sorry for anyone watching who doesn't have the visuals so set it to most popular yields like we just started doing this like six months ago and it's crazy like how viral some of these videos wow, are going. 51 million yeah <clears throat> and so, the, the problem with me is like I don't know if someone's going to translate it, if they're going to say exactly what I said. Well, you have quality control. So we have like, before a video gets uploaded, we have three different people who basically write the transcript. And then if the words don't line up on all three, then, or, or sorry, f let me think about the process. We have something like that because I was worried about that as well. I think we, we take the original transcript and then we have it dubbed. And then uh, after stuff, we have like two different people write out. And if it doesn't line up with the original, then there's like... Uh, it's a red flag, and then we look at it. Interesting. Yeah, we built some system where I don't have to worry about that. <clears throat> oh, and the, the final point is, in Spanish, the guy who does my dubs is the same guy who dubs Spider-Man. We managed oh. to convince him. So a lot of those comments are like, why does he sound like Spider-Man? Or is Mr. V Spider-Man? That's um, hilarious. Yeah, and so what we do is when we go into these markets, we get celebrities to do my, my voice. So then the, like, the local people in the language freak out. So like... All right. Japan's coming up, and I can't say who, but we secured like a, a giant voice actor from an anime to do my doves. And whenever we oh. launch in Japan, I know they're going to lose their freaking minds. That's a brilliant idea. That's so smart. So you have how many employees then? Uh, I mean, across everything, over 100. I don't know. It's been wow. Yeah. And what are you, 23? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. I think I just had the blessing of finding what I loved at a young age. So, like, cause to get to this level, it takes, you know, a decade. Most people don't find what they love till their young 20s, so they'd be where I'm at in their 30s. Yeah. I just lucked out and found it when I was really young. It's that, but it's also your vision. The, the fact, one of the things that I was really impressed by when I started looking into you after my daughter introduced me is that you invest so much money all, into all the, the show. All the money I make. I don't, I don't, I don't, why do I need money? So you don't like go crazy. You don't have a Ferrari or anything nuts. No, I I think living your life chasing like a nicer, nicer car and a bigger and bigger box to live in is kind of like a dumb way to, to go about life. Yeah, um, yeah. So I I actually funny enough, I lived in like a super below average home, and I kind of learned why famous people don't live in uh, below average homes because someone broke in, stole everything I owned. So I had to I had to get a little nicer house for security reasons. But before I was robbed, I mean like my place was. Like a little duplex, seven hundred a month. You, you get a roommate's three sixty split, <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, just drive a normal car. Well, now I drive a Tesla just because of the you know getting off of gas and stuff like right. that. Right. But yeah. So you don't go crazy at all with cash. No. You don't. No. I, I really try not to. I, I think that's like just a, a bad way to go about life. Also, it is a little hypocritical because I, I run a, a nonprofit, and you know we uh, have you seen our Beast Philanthropy channel? No. Uh, can you pull that up as well? We do a lot of stuff for helping people. And so also if I lived in a $10 million mansion while I'm feeding people and trying to help people, also, in my eyes, it's also a little hypocritical as well. So in every area, I just I feel like it's just better if I just live below That's, my means. You're just very wise for a young man because a lot of 23-year-olds would be balling out of their fucking mind right zoom now. Zoom out? Well, yeah, I also have some stories about that too. But You do? Um, yeah, because I did have a phase where I did ball out a little bit, and, and then I just I realized, like, yeah, this doesn't make me happy. What did you do during the balling out phase? Uh, I bought an i8, and I also bought some designer clothes, like some $1,000 shirts and stuff like that. Um, ironically, all of which was stolen when my house was broken into. <laughs> so it's kind of perfect, because I was like, I don't know if I really care about this stuff anymore. And then someone just stole all my expensive shit, and I was like, perfect. I think there's something to be said about adopting new platforms and taking new platforms more seriously earlier and just way going way harder than anyone else uh, before 
um, anyone else does because platforms are incentivized to make you successful. You know, now when YouTube does a creator conference, they invite Mr. Beast to tell them how to use their platform that they made because Mr. Beast is just a, a master at it. Um, so really the question as a creator when you're evaluating what platform to start up with is, will this platform be around in 10, 15, 20 years? And if it is, which is a difficult bet, if it is, then go hard. 